My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Hey, good morning and welcome to the travel and cruise industry news podcast. On this, the 22nd day of November, 2023. Of course, it is Thanksgiving week uh, for those of us that are uh, on this side of the pond in the States. Quite, quite a few news stories this morning. Uh, headlines today, the Norwegian Sun cruise cancellations is our lead story. Major improvements coming to Ocean Key. Uh, MSC Seashore moves to Port Canaveral. Antigua handles double ship turnaround. Some bed bug claims. Carnival Panorama visiting multiple shipyards. You know, this is the the story that Hot Air Tom brought to us uh, during the show yesterday. And of course, Hot Air Tom was right. I mean, as much as I give him a hard time about a lot of stuff, usually when he says something, he's got the goods. Well, he did. So I've got some a little expansion, as it were, on the story about the Carnival Panorama. The Nelson Mandela Cruise Terminal was dedicated and opened. And Carnival's Thanksgiving dinner. A weather update and lots more here at 11 o'clock this morning on the Travel and Cruise Industry News Podcast. If you're listening via the podcast, you're always welcome. Anytime you're listening, if you ever want to jump over to the video feed, there's always a link in the description to your podcast to do just that. Uh, You can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net. Usually within... uh, 10 minutes or so of the end of the broadcast. I have it posted most days. And, uh, of course, you can get it from any of the places that you get your podcast from. All the big guys. Uh, Tune in, Spotify, iHeartRadio, any of them. Just search for travel and cruise industry news. And voila, the fat travel guy pops right up on your screen. Um, let's get the day started with weather. Get that knocked out of the, out of the way. And first I, I will tell you folks, I have been so busy this morning. 
between the phone ringing and <clears throat> trying to get, you know, like I'm doing uh, Sunday night, uh, Sunday evening, six o'clock my time. I'm doing uh, the get together for all the folks that are sailing with, with, with me uh, on the, December 2nd on the Norwegian escape uh, to go over the schedule. And thanks to my buddy, Fran, she's been working uh, tirelessly, keeping the, everything together and getting the schedule made up and so forth with uh, everything that we're planning on doing. And then we've had a, a couple things added, like uh, some uh, prize giveaways and a photo contest. Uh, so. We got quite a bit to talk about on Sunday night. I'm hoping everybody, and I know some of the, some folks can't be there because of uh, prior family commitments and the like, but at least catch it on replay before we all meet in Port Canaveral uh, the next uh, weekend. So uh, that is what is ahead uh, for the guys that are sailing with me. Now, on to the weather for today. It's a little better than yesterday. One of the systems uh, is no longer, thankfully. Uh, however, this one uh, may or may not be a problem. We still don't know, and it's such an unusual situation. An area of low pressure is expected to develop along a frontal boundary over the central subtropical Atlantic Within the next day or so, this non-tropical low is forecast to move southeastward across the central subtropical Atlantic over warmer sea surface temperatures during the next few days, and environmental conditions could allow for the system to gradually acquire tropical or subtropical characteristics. A subtropical or tropical storm could form by the latter part of the week or this weekend as the system turns northeastward by the weekend. Now, they're talking about the possibility of uh, further development at only 20% uh, during the next uh, 48 hours, <clears throat> but then uh, 50% over the next seven days. So, uh, it's definitely something that we we need to watch. So that's that's the weather portion. All right, the uh, top story today deals with uh, Norwegian, and it's you know at times I fussed at Norwegian because of uh, this very thing. Norwegian Cruise Line has reached out to travel agent and book guests to notify them that seven months of cruises aboard the Norwegian Sun have now been canceled. This includes cruises from late March through early November 2025. Book guests have begun to receive notifications that the seven months of sailing aboard the Sun have been canceled. The email is also being sent the cruise line's travel partners so that they may contact any of the impacted uh, clients. 
According to a Norwegian, <clears throat> as a result of fleet deployment, Norwegian Sun sailings from March 28, 2025, through and including November 3rd, 2025, have been canceled. We sincerely apologize for any convenience this may cause. Full refunds for all the canceled sailings, a total of 22 cruises, are being automatically processed back to the original form of payment used when the reservation was made. Norwegian Cruise Line is also informing guests that um, the skies, Norwegian Sky, which is the sister ship to the sun, will be offering similar itineraries to the now canceled cruises during the same March to November 2025 window, should travelers wish to rebook a different uh, cruise. Now, I have sailed on both the sun and the sky. They're uh, virtually identical. I loved both ships. Probably, hmm. I was most recently on the sky, which I was on with Hot Air Tom and Cindy. So I might put that a half step ahead uh, of the sun. But, but the, you know, and it's been quite a while since I sailed on the sun, too. But anyway, the canceled cruises aboard the sun range from 7 to 16 nights, with most being 9 or 10 nights. Both Middle East and Mediterranean itineraries are impacted. No explanation has been given for such extensive cancellations other than fleet redeployment. That's the part I don't like. This is the same explanation that was offered within months of Alaska cruises were canceled for Norwegian Spirit, which was being chartered for an impacted a window or the impacted window. Similarly, three months of cruises aboard the Norwegian Escape were canceled literally just weeks ago, encompassing a window from January to March of 2025. Thankfully, I wasn't scheduled on the Escape. I was on uh, the Bliss and the Epic in that period. Norwegian Cruise Line has an unfortunate history of these types of mass cancellations as ships are moved to different regions or dry dock schedules are shifted. Similar cancellations were previously uh, impacted the Epic and the Joy. Speculation, here we go, folks. This will give people a chance to uh, speculate on all sorts of crap, but speculation will undoubtedly be rampant that the sun may be leaving the cruise line either to be sold to another line, like, you know, maybe the residential cruises that's trying to find a boat, or be scrapped altogether. But I'm telling you, folks, any of those rumors you might hear are totally unfounded at this point. Just saying. Hi. I don't know what's going to happen there, but I do hate it. I hate that they 
say redeployment thing and leave you for that big of a block. Wow, I mean, that's seven months of cruises. All right, don't forget, we got the MSC Black Friday sale going on here that I'm in the middle of. If you book a cruise on MSC right now, any cruise, you get drinks and Wi-Fi included, up to $500 onboard credit, plus kids sell free. Our special cruises that we're promoting uh, this week are uh, New York to to the Bahamas. That's on the Maravilla, as low as $269 per person. And that's uh, seven nights a cruise, or could be longer. A three-night Bahamas, as low as $109 per person, plus tax. That's probably on, uh, I'm not sure who that one's on. Seascape, I think. Seven-night Eastern Caribbean cruise, as low as uh, $349, which is also on the Seascape. And a seven-day Western Caribbean cruise, as low as $239. That's from Port Canaveral. I mean, these are just, they're steals, guys. Uh, so, you know, if you want to try an MSC cruise, call me. Call the Alaska Travel Desk, 434-258-9264, and I'll be happy to hook you right up. Okay. I'll be back with a whole bunch of more news stories after a quick break from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. And the next story this morning, folks, has to deal with MSC, as a matter of fact. And let me see here. MSC Cruises has announced a comprehensive uh, development plan for Ocean Key MSC Marine Reserve Private Island in the Bahamas to enhance the guest experience and contribute to marine conservation. The investment valued at $100 million marks a new chapter for the private island destination, which has been an example of sustainable and environmental stewardship MSC Cruises transformed the former sand excavation site into a marine reserve and now aims to take that development even further. The development plan, which was unveiled yesterday during the ceremony in Bimini, attended by Bahamian Prime Minister Philip Davis and other key officials, is poised to generate substantial economic benefits for the Bahamas, 
New amenities for MSC Cruises guests include the introduction of pavilions where guests can undertake water sport activities and island tours. There will also be a diving and snorkel center and additional dining options. The development also includes new accommodation facilities for the island staff, which is set to increase from 150 to 280 employees. Additionally, MSC Cruises has pledged to support the LJM Marine Academy and the University of Bahamas, fostering the training and development of Bahamian seafarers. A central component of the expansion is the establishment of the MSC Foundation's Marine Conservation Center. The facility will serve as a hub for coral reef research and education under the Super Coral Program, featuring interactive pavilions, a lecture hall, and coral exhibition tanks. The expansion will also include the installation of a third solar farm and an advanced wastewater treatment plant, which will help MSC Cruises achieve its goals of zero greenhouse gas emissions for Ocean Key. Comprehensive landscaping plan will further enhance the island's ecosystem featuring native and adaptive plant species for erosion control and vegetation improvement. And I've said all along, folks, I mean, despite all the information you hear about Coco Key or Coco Cay, as they call it, and all the other private islands, I like Ocean Cay the best. Ocean Key the best. Sorry, Key and K. Uh, Royal Caribbean never should have changed the pronunciation. It should all be Key. But that's my thoughts on that one. All right, the next story this morning, folks, stays right with MSC. The MSC Seashore. I was on that uh, two years ago now, or almost two years ago. Recently kicked off a year-round program out of Port Canaveral, debuting at the Central Florida home port. The MSC cruise ship is poised to offer a series of cruises to the Bahamas and the Western Caribbean, extending through at least October 2025. The program features three, four, and seven-night itineraries to popular ports of call uh, in both regions, including Cozumel and Costa Maya and Nassau in the Bahamas. Most of the cruises also feature a visit to Ocean Key, MSC Marine Reserve, the company's private island destination in the Bahamas. Uh, And it's uh, one of the specials that we're promoting this week, folks. So, uh, man, if you're interested uh, at any time, give me a call and we'll hook you right up. All right. The next story this morning, folks, comes a little bit further to the south and east. It was a busy day at Antigua Cruise Port on the 18th when the facility simultaneously handled debarkation and embarkations for two ships home porting at the Leeward Island destination. P&O Cruises Arvia, carrying close to her capacity of 5,200 guests, debarked about 700 cruisers and embarked roughly the same number. 
The ship sails 14-day itineraries from Bridgetown, Barbados, but enables guests to join and leave the ship in Antigua midway through the full voyage, providing a seven-day option. That alone is pretty cool and something you don't find many places on many cruises. At the same time, the 100-guest luxury yacht Emerald Saqqara, which home ports in Antigua, completed a turnaround for about 80 cruisers embarking the ship. The vessel operates eastern and southern Caribbean itineraries. On the same day, two additional ships docked at the Ports Heritage Quay. The uh, 1,200-guest Artania, a ship chartered by a German travel operator, and the 1,830-guest Morella Discovery, operated by Morella Cruises. Morella Discovery, by the way, is the former Splendor of the Seas, built in 1995 for Royal Caribbean. All right. Multiple claims of bedbug infestations aboard P&O Australia's Pacific Explorer have arisen, causing the cruise line to initiate a thorough investigation and leading to formal complaints from one cruise passenger. All of the complaints were focused on one cabin of the ship, but across separate cruises from August to October of 2023. P&L Australia did conduct a full investigation of the stateroom when the official complaint was made, but found no evidence of bedbugs. I've sailed for a lot of years. I've never seen a bedbug on a cruise ship. And yeah, every now and then there are complaints about it. And these people might have been uh, completely uh, honest in, uh, in the complaints. And it does, it is a little, at least, unnerving that there were multiple complaints from the same stateroom. Um, and maybe they, whatever they do to get rid of them or clean them or disinfect for them, maybe it took over and they got rid of them. I don't know. Anyway, it was a little bit of a disturbing story. Came from down under. All right, in a story yesterday that, uh, you know, Hot Air Tom brought to us, he talked about this in the chat room. And then, of course, I had to check it out. The urgently needed repairs of Carnival Panorama are providing trickier than expected but not because the repairs themselves are necessarily complicated. You know, they're fixing azipods, folks. Instead, the ship is having difficulty reaching the shipyard in Portland where the repairs will be completed. Now, here's where we run into a problem. The Portland shipyard, ready to service Carnival Panorama, lies roughly 95 miles up the Columbia River from the coast, a route crossed by low-lying bridges. The Vista-class ship has 15 passenger decks with her iconic whale-tail funnel rising above the tallest, the, 
being a top deck. That funnel is too tall to pass underneath the river's bridges and must be dismantled before the ship can reach the dry dock facilities. It was initially hoped the funnel could be removed in Astoria, that's in Oregon, before the ship began moving up the river, but that has proved impossible. Uh, the people in Astoria didn't have the right size screwdriver, I, I, I think. Now, satellite tracking data shows that Carnival Panorama is heading for Victoria, British Columbia, where the shipyard facilities are equipped to safely remove the upper part of the ship's funnel so then she can then return to Portland and proceed to the dry dock. So the people in Victoria have the right size screwdriver to take the funnel off, I, I guess. After the engines are repaired, the ship will likely need to move back to Victoria once again for her funnel to be reassembled before she can finally return to Long Beach to welcome guests. Now, folks, something tells me that we are liable to lose some more cruises because of this silliness. But now, let me explain a little bit about this picture that's showing. Now, see, if you stand on the bridge and you drop a measuring a thing down to the water, you can figure out how high that bridge is if you didn't know it, right? And then you can measure from the boat to the top of the funnel, and you should have done this before you sent the damn boat up that river. Now, I realize that the people at Carnival could get really confused depending on whether or not the fat travel guy is on that boat. If I'm on the boat, the boat's going to sit down in the water about three inches, and that would let the, the funnel get under the bridge. But if I'm off the boat, it rises up three inches, and the funnel can't fall under the bridge. That's the news for today. I'm sticking with it. I, I'm sorry. Uh, this is a cluster, you know what, from our friends at Carnival, once again, trying to fix the azipods on the panorama. Now, what's going to happen? I mean, these people, how about the people that are booked for Christmas and New Year cruises are looking at this and saying, oh, there's no way this is going to get done, and we're going to end up canceling our cruises. I'm betting you anything people are about to have strokes over this one all right one more story tomorrow folks and then i'll get over here and see who's busting at me today you know tomorrow is a big day for a lot of people oh by the way i forgot one story before i get to that uh so let me back up here whatever happened to this let me back up let me take this out Ah, it ate it. Okay. All right. So uh, you'll have to look at me for another story. Before I get to the final story of the day, folks, South African President Cyril Rampafosa 
delivered the keynote speech at the inauguration of the Nelson Mandela Cruise Terminal in Durban. The terminal is a testament to the collaborative efforts between MSC Cruises and the Africa Armada Consortium. So uh, we've got a new, fancy, really nice, state-of-the-art cruise terminal down in South Africa built by MSC and the South African folks. All right, now we get to the last story of the day. Tomorrow being Thanksgiving, I got on the phone this morning and I called uh, the chefs around uh, of all the carnival ships and found out what all they're going to fix uh, for uh, Thanksgiving. So here's what carnival chefs, chefs will serve tomorrow. 48,000 pounds of turkey. Folks, that's 24 tons of turkey. They're also going to have to serve 600 gallons of turkey gravy, 6,600 pounds of turkey stuffing, 2,200 pounds of cranberry sauce, 20,900 portions of pumpkin pie, and 24,800 portions of pecan pie. With that, folks, I wish everybody happy Thanksgiving a day early. 24 tons of turkey. Oy vey. All right. Let's go see who's going to be fussing at me today in the chat room. Steve's with us. Hi, Steve. Gretchen's here. Hello, Gretchen. Kenneth's with us up in Pennsylvania. There's Hot Air Tom. Hot Air Tom is uh, probably listening someplace. Gary Older Than Dirt here. Hi, Gary. Mike's with us from the other side of the pond. Sun has at least one, maybe two more specialty venues over Sky, and Sky has no mini suites that Sun has. Speculation was whether NCL might sell Sun. I think Sky would be better to go first, although neither is a poor cruise, so not suggesting they sell anything yet at all. Well, I agree with that. I like both of the ships. I don't want to see either one of them get dumped. And there is no factual basis at this point, folks, for that. Purely rampant speculation on that end of it, like I said in the story. Um, you know, and, and that's, there's no indication of that. I still disagree with the way Carnival, I mean Carnival, Norwegian does things on these big, massive cancellations like that. But at least it's, you know, in 2025, it's not next week. Sonny's with us down in Mississippi. Hi, Sonny. M's here up in New York. Hi, M. Um, Sonny says, happy, safe Thanksgiving to all. I go with K and I'm sticking with it no matter what, Dennis. You go with K. 
Uh, did I lose something in the translation there? Uh, I'm not entirely sure what uh, Hot Air Tom is talking uh, about there. Nikki says, good morning, everybody. Gobble, gobble. Yeah, that's going to be tomorrow. Did you see my delivery request yesterday? Um, send an automatic driving car to Orlando ter- Terminal number three, and I will pick up the turkey. I hear you. The first occupant probably uh, brought them with them or luggage and infected the cabin. Wouldn't be surprised. I wonder if the crane in Astoria couldn't handle the funnel. I'm telling you, they didn't have a screwdriver that fit out here, Tom. That's that's the way I understand it. I don't know why they... Why they couldn't do that in Astoria, that, that makes uh, absolute. And again, they're not they're not being very forthright on this one either. There's Dennis. Hi, Dennis. And if it's fresh water or nor, not salt water, the ship is even lower, less buoyancy. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, if I'm on that sucker, eh, it might be five or six inches too low. And if I'm off it, then I can't get under. I understand. I think Carnival knew all along that the funnel had to be removed. I just miscalculated the uh, Astoria yard would not be up to the job. I assume that was what prompted the second round of two more cancellations. That's five possible. Question, how many Canadians does it take to remove a funnel? And how long will this take? Well, that's an interesting question, Hot Air Tom. Because now that they got the right size screwdriver, now Canadians don't celebrate Thanksgiving, or do they? No. I don't know. Do Canadians have Thanksgiving? I don't think so. Otter Tom says key versus K. I'm going with K. I'm not. Everything else is key. K and Quay is always pronounced key. Ignore Royal Caribbean's mispronunciation. I I agree. I mean they they had some little guy and down in promotions that didn't know the difference and started calling it Coco K. And it's stuck. But everything else you do in the Bahamas and everything else, it's key. It's always been key to me. Canadian Thanksgiving is in October. Thank you, Adair. So, okay, so the, the guy with the screwdriver up there in Victoria, he can work all day tomorrow to get that funnel off. Yeah, uh, all day. I mean, what's it, four screws and a couple bolts? I don't know. I mean, the funnels are huge. So uh, we'll just have to, we'll have to see. Uh, key, key, yes. 
All right. So I really didn't know that Q-U-A-Y was also pronounced key. I've probably done that one wrong all my life. So I'll try to fix that, Dennis. No guarantees. Remember, I'm getting old and the brain's a little uh, shaky at times. So, all right, guys, back to my schedule. Uh, it was a 20-year-old 20, 20 marketing intern at Royal Caribbean. Yeah, that's, that's, it was never been out of uh, Manhattan. So, uh, anyway, um, I'm going to do a show tomorrow. And no, I'm not counting anybody to be here, but I'll do a show, uh, especially if there's some news. Uh, you can always watch it on the re- replay if you're uh, out uh, uh, visiting family or eating turkey. I just hope you're not going out to eat turkey. I, we tried that uh, like uh, three out of the last five years, and I, I said, no, I ain't doing it again. Does that suck? So we're going to do the turkey uh, here. Turkey breast. We're not doing a whole turkey because for the four of us and, you know, my sister eats like a bird. Now, Amanda and I still eat quite a bit of food. And Mr. Jeans, he eats pretty well. But still, it's with the four of us. Yeah, no. So we're doing it. It's a nice size turkey breast. So Amanda is trying to brine it, brine it today. I never brined one. Uh, went back when I was cooking. You know, for years I had to go up to Harrisonburg, and I cooked for forty. We started cooking on Monday of Thanksgiving week in order to serve about two o'clock in the afternoon on Thanksgiving day. But we did it upright. We did multiple turkeys. We did just tons of stuffing, real honest to God, homemade stuffing where you chop up the stale bread and, you know, add all the, the veggies and pour in the turkey juices and mix it up with your hands. That was one of my jobs. And then, of course, I had to carve the turkeys. So, yeah, we were, we did a, we did quite a thing there for, wow, about uh, 10 years, I guess. I cooked for 40 every year. So, uh, anyway, that was, uh, that was it. So, I'm going to do a show. Uh, and, of course, a regular show on Friday. Uh, Sunday evening at 6 o'clock, I'm going to do a show for everybody that's on the cruise on December 2nd on the Passion for Cruises USA uh, hosted solo cruise on the Norwegian uh, Escape. And then um, next week, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday will be like normal. I'm going to do a show Thursday. I'll leave right after the show. I'm hoping to get five or six hours of driving in on uh, Thursday afternoon. Uh, I'll stop someplace along the way. uh, And then Friday, drive as far as I can uh, and stop, you know, someplace maybe within, uh, you know, a couple hours 
of Port Canaveral and drive in uh, Saturday morning. Uh, I've got to call down there today to see if I have to do anything for this uh, handicap parking uh, other than to show up. Uh, but I don't know that since I have not done it since I got the permanent uh, disabled plates on my car. So I'm, I'm going to have to check on that one. Uh, so anyway, um, Sonny says, hit the thumbs up button. Thank you, Sonny. I do appreciate that. Steve says, I'm cooking my turkey breast in the air fryer. Uh, we uh, we did that the last time. Of when we, what, was, what did we have turkey for last? The last time we had turkey, we did it in the air fryer. I think this one's too big for for our air fryer, so she's doing it. I don't know how she's doing it. I stay away from it anymore. When she calls me to dinner, I'll find out. So, um, the best side I enjoy was called cranberry fluff. Oh, yeah, that was what I meant to say this, that this morning. I skipped over that for some reason. Today is cranberry uh, cranberry relish day. And I hate to say this, folks, I hate cranberry relish, but I love the nasty canned gel cranberry sauce. And I know, and I get hell for it in the household here, but I prefer that over any kind of cranberry sauce. That's just me. I don't know if it's a consistency thing, a taste thing. I don't know. But anyway, I prefer the stupid can. Just give me a can of gelled cranberry sauce. I'll use it for dinner and I'll use it for turkey sandwiches. As long as the turkey lasts. Uh, Linda has about enough points for one more stay. Let me know where you want to stay. Oh, okay. Um. I'll, I'll work on that some today, uh, Hot Air, to see if I can uh, figure that out a little bit. Uh, I'm with you, uh, Chili. I prefer the jelly, too. Don't like the berries in the sauce. Hey, we, Hot Air Tom and I agree with one thing for once. Gretchen has bread rising, ooey-gooey pumpkin bars made. Making cranberries next, frying the turkey tomorrow. I fried turkeys for years until I had an accident frying turkeys. And that did did it in for me frying turkeys. And and the what happened was, you know, the hooky thing to you pull the turkey out, it, it broke. As I had the turkey out of almost completely out of the grease, and it dropped the turkey back in and splashed hot oil over me, and you know, it was I got burned, and yeah, it was not a a good thing. A whole cranberry sauce mixed with whipped topping and chopped pecans—that's Dennis's. All right, I can understand that. Um, I might not like it, but I can understand it. Uh, Steve says, I 
something so it lays flat. Oh, flatten the air fryer. Okay, I see. Oh, that's cool. Jealous of pumpkin bars. Sounds delicious. The jelly stuff is what we grew up on. Yeah, and I never got away from it. <laughs> so, yeah, I still like it. Uh, you can definitely keep the cranberry relish, and you can keep both. I oh, know I'm not going to. I got to have the cranberries. That's just that I prefer one over the other. Mom made homemade cranberry sauce. Yeah, well, it's, uh, Amanda made that one time, and I went and got a can and opened it. She wanted to throw me out of the house. Uh, Steve says, our family dinner's on Friday. I'm making ribs tomorrow. Oh, very good. I, I You know, I like doing something different for Thanksgiving. Um, as long as you have a traditional Thanksgiving in there. Uh, so, I mean, we do that quite often with for Christmas. Uh, like Christmas, we're, we're a whole lot uh, more likely to have a ham. Of course, when I was cooking for 40, I had both. And usually oysters, too, when you could afford to cook oysters for Thanksgiving. I've been known to fry, what did we fry? 30 dozen oysters uh, in one year. Uh, as as a side to the turkey and stuff. Oh, we we rolled out a hell of a spread. Uh, so, uh, Sonny says, Gretchen, anything ooey gooey sounds good. All right, everybody's making Steve hungry. I agree. Uh, I got to get going, guys. Yum, oyster dressing. Ah, I like that, too. Uh, we have ham, too. I... I don't think Amanda has a ham. I think she's planning to do ham at Christmas and not doing turkey again at Christmas. Maybe that's what she's doing. I don't know. I can't keep up with it. I just want a a turkey sandwich after we get it all over with. That's the best part of Thanksgiving to me. So. All right, guys. (laughs) That's going to wrap it up today. Again, it's going to be a wild and woolly next couple of weeks. Uh, of course, I'll be on the uh, Norwegian Escape. That means that the daily shows are always uh, iffy, depending on the Wi-Fi signal. Never can tell what's going to happen uh, or what my schedule is going to be. Although I don't have any um, excursions planned at this point, uh, I will, however be going ashore uh, probably at every port uh, just to roll around and do some uh, photo ops for uh, Will and scoot around. Uh, so that's uh, that's coming up uh, starting on the de- December 2nd, the week from 2nd to the 9th. I'll be on the Norwegian Escape and then I come home for Christmas. So All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for today. As always, thanks for being with me. Please hit that that, uh, thumbs up button. And if you haven't subscribed, please consider doing so. What was I was at uh, 4736, I think it was this morning. So we're, we're crawling right along. 
at a very nice little pace. So uh, that's where it stands right now. Yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll get to five thousand by uh, during this this cruise. That would be that would be awesome if we did that. We'd have a nice celebration on the next cruise coming up. All right, I got to twit, quit talking and get on with this, guys. As always, stay safe, stay th- healthy. Think about cruising. Hopefully, we'll all get together on a on a cruise really soon. And everybody have a great holiday tomorrow. And even if you're not uh, celebrating, uh, have a great day tomorrow. Uh, And again, if you're around, stop by. I'll be here at 11 o'clock. Have a great day, everybody. Hopefully see you tomorrow or see you Friday. Have fun, everybody. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you'd like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, Ports of Call, Cruises Themselves, Chili Chats, and Travel and Cruise Industry News, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.